Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Uh, same thing with jobs. There's there's so many freaking opportunities out there. You're not going to bring the same rigors of research when you're doing your job search. You can go and see every firm that's had jobs for the past 25 years in your practice area searching by keywords, and that's where you should apply. Okay, so this is the final decision, and then um, then we're finally done with this. Uh, done with this, uh, but looking for a position in the correct way. So I could talk all day about this. I've been researching how people can get jobs every day. I, I do take time off on Sundays, but I'm or Saturdays, but I'm usually reading books about business every day for uh, 25 plus years, uh, and. I talk to uh, attorneys seeking jobs every day. I talk to partners looking for jobs. I talk to, and without a doubt, almost everyone thinks they know how to look for a position. And so you need to look, you know, and again, do I know how to look for a position? No, I'm learning new things every day. Uh, So if I believe I know how to look for a position, but um, when I say I'm learning things, I mean, I'm on conference calls with like, you know, 15 or 20 of my employees every morning for two to three hours uh, with technical people and data scientists. And, and I still don't know how to look for a position. I've been doing that uh, every day. I start my day at four in the morning and, uh, and again, knowing how to look for a position. But I'll talk more about that in a second. But once you start uh, practicing law, I'll tell you one of the worst things you can do is stop uh, practicing. You know, um, you know the, for a lot of people, this can mean the game is over and doesn't have to end. But, um, you know, a lot of times people, when they look for positions, don't look for positions in ways that are uh, that are counterproductive and you know don't help them. So I want to you know make a couple quick points and I'm going to get a little personal here in nature, not that personal, but I I want to to make you aware of a couple of things that I think are interesting. So a lot of times people will uh, meet someone of the opposite sex and they'll think, oh, this person likes me. Aren't I great? Uh, let's get married. Isn't this great? Let's get married. Well, in the opposite sex, there's, uh, you know, or the same sex, if you want to be in a same sex relationship, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, they'll think, isn't this great? Uh, you know, I've met the person of my dreams. Uh, and uh, it could be the first person you've ever dated romantically. Seriously, it could be the 10th. But, you know, there's lots of people out there that you can meet. Like there's, uh, and if things aren't working out, uh you know, you have uh, lots of other options, but a lot of times people don't think they have those options. I, uh, It's just insane. Like, you know, like, because there's, you know, millions of people out there that you could meet of the same sex or opposite sex, if that's what's interesting to you. Um, you know, if whatever you want to have, I mean, you could meet millions of people. I mean, uh, you know, and so, but people, you know, settle in. They uh, Same thing with jobs. There's, there's so many freaking opportunities out there. Again, I work with, 35,000 law firms. Okay, this is how many firms I work with. Now, now most recruiters, because uh, the recruiting industry is different than the legal platform industry, which is what BCG is. It's a legal platform. So, you know, we'll work with a few firms and have a few options, but, uh, or namely about 50 firms or 100. I'm not criticizing recruiters because I think they're awesome. But um, the point is, is that you have a lot of options. And a lot of times, attorneys will go into their job searches just believing that they know a few things. Like I talked to, I mean, I see things that are incredible. Like I would never work at Skadden, for example. Like, well, Skadden, fine. Like people say bad things about Skadden, but Skadden has multiple departments. It has multiple, uh, you know, multiple offices. It has, you know, like, so people come up with these stupid notions 
And they make huge mistakes when conducting job searches, where to apply, all these things that have massive, profound, long-term consequences. So again, just listen to Harrison Barnes. And I'm just saying one thing. I've been doing this for 25 plus years. Okay. And I do it from four in the morning till, you know, 6.30 or 7 o'clock every single night. And I do not take anything for granted. So, uh, and I'm learning new stuff all day and and every day. So I'm going to tell you some things that I know that I think are true, but you should not, anytime you're questioning things, I would never apply there. I would never work in the city. I would never do that type of work. I would never work there because I've heard bad things about this partner. I'm going to apply there on my own because I know someone there. Like all these types of, you know, like, fine, you, you do what you want. I'm not, again, that's a whole separate discussion, but like these are people make the dumbest mistakes. Like, so here are the big ones. Um, the first one, uh, which is absolutely completely bonkers. It's the dumbest possible thing you could do. So here's what I do at BCG. Like, if you come to work, if you if you're one of our candidates at BCG, and you want to get a job, I'll send you. I, I put like you know five jobs in your account. If you approve three of them, I'll give you five more. And because I don't want you stealing our contacts and because a lot of things I'm giving are not just jobs or exclusive jobs or they're contacts of firms that I know hire people all the time from us. And I want to be very careful. And sometimes they're jobs that the employers don't want they know that people have. They only sound what. But anyway, so we're only put five at a time. But here's what happens. Like you, you get five jobs to start, but if you keep going, like, and you're really looking for a job and you're looking in a bunch of different areas, I'll give you 5,000. I'll give you 10,000 if you want. Because uh, I don't care. Like, you know, it's a lot of work for our staff and we may lose money on you if you're applying to too many places and I don't care, but you have to apply to a lot of places. Like, this is what it is. Like, in LA, like, if I want to be a litigator, like, I could apply to three or 4,000 law firms that have good litigation practices. Like, that's just LA County. Like, that's not even, that's probably, you know, that's downtown and Los Angeles and some other cities, but there's a lot of places to work. But for whatever reason, people get a few firms in their mind. They think, oh, this is, I'm only interested in these big firms that are in now for something. What the hell? Like, are you freaking crazy? Like, in LA, there's thousands of personal injury firms. There's thousands of, I mean, there's thousands of people that do trust in the states. Like, but most people limit themselves to just a few or a handful of firms when applying to firms. This is the dumbest possible thing you could do. Like, I, wow. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, uh, applying to a lot of firms. I talked earlier about finding a group of people that are like you. Uh, I found, talked earlier about finding firms that have opportunity where there's work. I talked about finding uh, firms where you're comfortable and happy. And, and so if you don't apply to a lot of places, that's like marrying the first person you date or only believing that one person is a good person for you to, to, to go out and a date with because you've heard good things about them and other people have said nice things about them. Well, frankly, um, you know, there's thousands of people or millions you can date and there's tens of thousands of law firms that you could apply to. Now, I'm not saying you should apply to tens of thousands of law firms, but what I am saying is why not find someone that's a good fit for you or find a firm that's a good fit for you as opposed to only looking at a few places. It's just dumbest possible move in your career. Like, uh, I just don't get it. Like, uh, wow. Like, and again, I'm, I'm saying this with this much emphasis because I've seen this happen so many times. And I've seen these freaking, a lot of times the people that refuse to do this are people that 
think very highly of themselves because they went to a good schools and uh, they work at a big firm and uh, they're very concerned about their brands and what other people think of them. And they, they would never in a million years expose the brand to, um, to, to another firm because that they would, they're just a higher quality than that. And they've heard bad things and firms don't care. Like, I mean, well, first of all, like that's dumb. Like I had a guy in, um, where was he? He was like in, um, something happened to him. He was in, um, Fresno, something, I don't know, but he, he, one, another one of these people that went in house, it was, you know, big job. I think he moved from, you know, big firm, Washington, DC to some in-house job in Fresno. And of course what happens is the firm went out of business that he worked for. He got fired or something. So he needed a job. And I was like, okay, well, no problem. Uh, you were only there three months. I bet I can get you back into a law firm, but you're going to need to look at a lot of places. And he's like, well, you know, I'm coming from uh, Williams and Conley. I would never, I mean, I'm just making that firm up. He wasn't at Williams and Conley, which is another freaking awesome firm. Uh, but I would never in a million years consider applying to uh, some of these firms of this caliber that you're mentioning. I mean, it's, and I'm like, no, like you have to. Well, again, long story short, the guy like considered some firms and thought about it and ended up applying to like three firms in LA and didn't get anything and waited. He's like, why can't you get me a job? And I'm like, well, I can't get you a job because no firm's going to hire some guy in Fresno from in-house, even if he did work at Williams and Connolly. Are you out of your mind? And then the guy started telling me I was ineffective and not doing it. Well, can you call them? I'm like, no, I can't call them. I can't change your resume. Like, I mean, calling them to convince them. I mean, I can call them and say nice things about them, but it's not going to work. Like I told him, you need to apply to like hundreds of places probably because no one is going to be interested in some freaking litigator that went in house to, you know, in Fresno to defend the company against workers that are suing it because of bad wage. I mean, no. So the point is like countless and this guy's career is dead. Like, you know, another person very depressed and probably got divorced. I mean, this, this is insane. This is what people do all the time. Like this is an epidemic in the legal profession of not applying to enough places. And um, when you're looking for a position, you also need to look where the jobs are. So a lot of people uh, don't find enough positions because they're not looking in enough areas. So if you are stuck in Reno, Nevada, and you're a patent attorney, and you're trying to get another job in, patent, in Reno, that's probably not a good place to be looking for freaking patent jobs, right? Um, you need to look at new places. Uh, I have patent attorneys all the time. I, I place them all the time. I mean, I'll take someone in, um, you know, I had a partner recently that was laid off from a big firm in, uh, I don't know, Chicago. And um, he did something really special with lasers and, um, I don't know, something weird with lasers that were shooting out of satellites or something. I mean, something really cool that he had experience in. Well, you know, he was in his late 60s and didn't have any business. Well, no problem. I found a firm in, uh, I believe it was in... um, Louisiana or something weird like that that did it. And he got a job and they couldn't believe they found each other. So you need to, uh, and all I did was search our database for the type of laser he worked on. I found another firm that did and he couldn't believe someone else. You know, these sorts of things happen. And, uh, but people uh, don't look at enough geographic areas and guy moved his whole family to Louisiana. I mean, this happens all the time. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, 
which only lists jobs that companies pay to post. We include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. And um, again, um, a lot of attorneys use legal recruiters and not people that do what I do for their searches. So this is not, you know, my opportunity here to, to say bad things about people in my industry because I'm not going to do it. Uh, but um, the point is, is that uh, if you're using recruiters, like they, they have, this is a, my company is a data-driven, data science uh, research company that's been around for 25 years. Uh, we started Law Crossing, which was the first legal job site, I think, uh, and uh, and has been in operation for 20 plus years and, and has developed intelligence about every freaking law firm in the country uh, with hundreds of millions of dollars in investments. I mean, like, you know, there's, there's different ways to look for a job. You can use data or you can use uh, individuals with a few contacts. Now that works. I don't want to say anything wrong about recruiters because th- there's actually some incredible recruiters out there with very good contacts. They can actually uh, convince people very effectively inside of law firms to hire you. Uh, and I have some very successful recruiters that have worked here in the past or are here that are very good at that. And I'm not criticizing it. But um, the point is, is that what happens to most people that work with recruiters is they call them, the recruiter will have a few ideas for them. And most of the time, they don't pan out. The recruiter may have some more ideas, but probably not. And then you get ghosted. And if you're relying on that to get a job, uh, that's a problem. And I don't like that. It makes me sad because I've seen a lot of careers end like that. Uh, when you come to BCG, uh, I don't give up on you. I just don't want to give up anybody. Uh, you can call me a name and I'll call you back and I'll say, fine, you can hate me, but you know, I'm just here to help you and do frankly, what I consider God's work, helping people that are uh, trying to help themselves, but uh, move people from darkness into light and all these sorts of things. But uh, it's not about money for me. It's about something else. But, you know, again, um, a lot of recruiters will go into this as a second job. uh, It's a second career because they don't want to work hard and think they can make money uh, doing this. And they band together in groups of people that, uh, you know, where they all talk about their clerkships or whatever, where they went to school. But are the big firms they worked at, and this is not about. This is about advocacy and sell, and you know, getting you out there and research and all this. And again, there's very good recruiters out there, and I'm not criticizing them because some of them are exceptional. But uh, it's like anything. I mean, there's good doctors and bad doctors. I was uh, talking to a doctor the other day, and he said, you know, most doctors are bad doctors. They not they can't diagnose problems. They don't. They make bad diagnoses. They're lazy. It's it's like anything, and it's like that with this business too. And so I just I did wanted to make a couple observations to you that I think are important. This business is so complex. The, the idea of what it takes to find you a job is so complex that um, you can't understand it. Uh, one recruiter can understand it. Even you know the, the hundred plus million dollars that I've developed and put into our database is probably hundreds of millions when you take all the employee cost, but I'm just talking about investment and programming, like is, is can't understand it completely. You know, so it's it's very complex and, and you just need to understand that any individual that thinks they know everything probably doesn't know anything. So I'm telling you, I don't know anything. I know a little bit, um, enough to help you. Uh, but I do know that um, that you need to apply to a lot of places because I can't decide what's good for you uh, in terms of the culture and stuff. I can't I may know something about the culture, but you're only going to understand the culture when you walk in there and see what it feels like. There's certain people, by the way, and I'm sure you meet them, where you meet them and you feel very comfortable and at ease and happy. There's other people where 
uh, you meet them and you feel very, the energy's off. You just feel really weird and don't feel good about them. Well, it's like that with law firms. I cannot make that decision about the culture for you, how you're going to feel. I mean, come on. Like, so, you know, reading about the culture is one thing, but you have to be out there and feeling it and seeing it to really do it. So um, a lot of attorneys don't make themselves uh, aware of all the opportunities in the client uh, that are out there in the market. So a lot of attorneys, if you're looking for uh, um, research, you're going to use Lexis and all these things you're going to pay for. You don't, you're not going to bring the same rigors of research when you're doing your job search. Well, your job search should involve doing all sorts of research. I do research on Google for all of my candidates to find new firms that aren't in freaking directories and stuff yet. Like, and attorneys would never even do that for themselves. Like, like this is freaking, this is a real job. There's a lot to it. And if you want to do a good job search for yourself, not only should you be looking at every resource you possibly can, I think Law Crossing is a good resource. Uh, that's a company that I own. I think that the archive jobs on Law Crossing are the best resource in the freaking legal profession because you can go and see every firm that's had jobs for the past 25 years in your practice area searching by keywords, and that's where you should apply. You don't need Harrison. You can do that on your own. That's a very good resource. Like something like that could, again, change your career. Law Crossing Archives, one piece of research advice I'm giving you if you understand how to use it. And again, um, I spent a lot of my time recruiting. I'm not saying Law Crossing is a perfect website or anything by any stress of imagination. I, it needs a lot of work uh, as far as I'm concerned. But these are the sorts of things that you need. And again, I'm not saying in the negative sense. I'm saying like I can make it even better. And that makes me excited. But, you know, you need to bring research to your career. Um, public job sites are dangerous, man. Let me explain to you why uh, sites like Indeed and these things are dangerous. They're dangerous because everybody can access them and everybody does and sends their jobs to the same, sends their applications to the same firm. So if you want to get a job at a big firm and that big firm's advertised on Indeed, well, guess what? Every attorney sitting in their office all over the country is also sending them applications. Do you honestly think you're going to get a job there? You may, but you're only going to get it for the best applicant. So that's the tool. Like what Law Crossing does is Law Crossing goes and finds all the jobs on websites that no one knows about. It finds jobs and all these little things and can help you um, those applications uh, because the, no one else is applying to them. It's finding them on little directories and things. And um, now, is it all the jobs there? No. Does it have all the jobs there indeed? Yes. But at the same time, it's going to have things that other people aren't applying to, which means you're going to have a better chance getting a job. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. I'm just telling you, like, this is the advantage of that site. People, again, anything that costs money, I think it's $25 a month or something and free for $5 from first, I don't know what it is, but anything that costs money, people think, oh, people are trying to steal from me. No, no one's stealing from you by giving you research. It's going to change your life. Uh, and again, go look at the Law Crossing archives for jobs. And again, the other thing is, uh, you know, you need to know what's out there and not miss anything. Uh, there may be firms and things you want to work at that you can find. I do not recommend, by the way, I, I want to be very clear with you. I don't always recommend most of the people that I get jobs for. And I want I want to make sure everyone understands this because this is, again, something that's going to change your life if you understand it. And because it's going to challenge everything that you believe. 85% of the placements that I make, and I want to make sure you listen and understand this, 
of the placements that I make, and I make a lot of placements, and I want to make sure everyone understands this, are not with firms that send us jobs and say, hey, can you find me a person for this? They're not with firms that have jobs on their websites and say, you know, they're my clients. They are with firms that don't currently have openings, 85%. So what does that mean? The only thing that means is it means that I have the balls to get my candidates to, and again, I'm sorry for using that term, but I have the guts, I guess is what I'll say, to send my candidates to firms and, and uh, that don't have jobs uh, because um, I know I can understand the market by using tools like data science and things to know the types of firms that hire people on an ongoing basis, even if they don't have them, or to find firms that are good play, good firms for people. So if you're like a trust and estate planning attorney and you work on clients that have $100 million type of estates and you do nothing but that in LA, well, I probably know the 20 firms that do that work, even if they don't have openings. And this is the smart thing to do. And you probably don't even know those 20 firms. You might know one or two of them because you've heard about them, but you're not going to know them. So this is what makes a difference. This is how I change people's lives. Law Crossing Archives has this, but you don't just want to, like, you, you need to find firms um, that, that do the kind of work that you do and not just firms with openings. Most people apply only to openings. I have clients all the candidates all the time that they're like, you know, they're, they might be in, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever market, let's take Chicago and they, they call a local recruiter and they say, do you have any jobs? And I'm like, yeah, we've got these three jobs. And every recruiter has got these three jobs or five jobs. And, and um, they say, do you have anything else? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Are you kidding? Like I was laid off from Kirkland. Um, you know, I went to Northwestern. I was ordered the coif. You don't have anything else. No. Well, that person, by the way, comes to Harrison. I'll send them three or 400 jobs if they want in Chicago and get them something. But no one can buy into this psychology, which is that firms hire people that don't have openings because the reason is, is because you're the only applicant, Dumbo. Like, sorry to say that you're the only applicant. Like, you're the only person expressing interest in working there. Like, they, they don't have to go out and advertise and sort through resumes. You're the only applicant. Why wouldn't they hire you if they have the work? They can make money. They've got the work. Why wouldn't they hire you? Dumbo. So this is how it works. It's not like you're some arrogant person and you're not going to sacrifice your brand by applying to some firm. I mean, this is what dumb people do. They don't, their ego is bigger than their, their mind. So I'm a salesman. I'm a advocate. I'm an attorney. Um, but I'm telling you on all my years of experience of having hundreds of thousands, I mean, this is the only thing that works. And so I'm just telling that it works for everyone. And it can change your life. And I just, I want to make sure that everyone understands this. Applying to just openings and applying to just openings on public job sites, law crossings behind a paywall. Again, $5 a month. Why is it $5? Because I want, I don't want everyone applying to the same jobs. Uh, I would make it $100 or 1000 if I could to make it less, but I want people to have access to it. So these are things that you need to do. And uh, doing anything less than this uh, is just a huge risk. You need to apply to every place you possibly can. And you don't need to do it through me. Uh, now, it's often helpful to have a good agent like myself because it comes with a sense of, um, no, you can do it on your own. It doesn't matter. Uh, but you need to do this. And I'm just trying to help you. And this is, again, this will change your life if you understand it. Again, the most interesting thing about my job, I think, is uh, examining the quality of decisions attorneys make with I speak along the way. Uh, these decisions are going to determine, you know, the quality you make or the quality of your life. Uh, and they're going to determine, uh, you know, what happens to you. Um, most attorneys, uh, by the way, uh, don't make the right decisions, uh, and it's it's sad. Um, I know that if they, um, you know, made better decisions, uh, they could have uh, done much better. Uh, if you are listening to this and watching it, uh, 
I think it's probably getting knowledge and, and learning from others, uh, especially that have experience, is the smartest possible decision you can make with your career. It doesn't matter in this career and this profession. It doesn't matter how smart you are. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how um, anything. Nothing, you know, your honesty matters, your integrity matters. But um, what matters is, you know, your quality of your decisions and learning and making sure you're making good ones. And um, everyone has potential. By using this potential, um, you know, in the proper way and making good decisions, you're going to have a much better future. And again, I've told you lots of stories today about people. And I I love uh, winners and people that that come back and, and use their, their strength and their skill to do well. I That makes me very happy and people that make good decisions. And these are not, by the way, none of the stuff I've talked to you about today requires any special skill. I mean, it, it's just, it's about character and it's about, you know, making sure that, you know, you're really doing uh, the right, the right things and making the good decisions and using information that's out there and listening to people that can give you advice. And, you know, the final thing is, uh, you know, it's, it is very difficult practicing law uh, and, uh, and, and, and there are a lot of, um, you know, dangers, I mean, for people. Uh, and uh, so making the right decisions, I think, will help you. So again, I'm going to take another quick break, just like one or two minutes. I just want to, uh, I have someone outside my door, I need to answer a question for them. Uh, and then I will uh, be back. And then uh, again, as many questions as you have, uh, typically I will uh, stay as long as I need to answer them and, uh, uh, and give as good of answers as I can uh, to anything that came up today or any other questions. I'll try to answer questions related to the webinar probably first and then uh, and then after that, I'll come back. I'll answer uh, any other questions uh, that are relevant to uh, anything we talked about today. So thank you. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 